0: What's up, listeners? Welcome back to Not Just a Phase. Today, we are talking to another amazing Long Island band called Private Mind. Now, Private Mind is doing the melodic, hardcore, emotional, hardcore sound. And it's just really, really well-written, very catchy debut EP that I can't stop listening to. So if you don't know this band yet, you will soon. Trust me.
1: Yo, what's up? This is Dan from Private Mind. You're listening to Lift It Up on Not Just a Phase.
0: So can you do the intro for the listeners? Uh, just want to tell me your name and what role it is you play in Private Mind.
1: Yes. So my name's Dan Olivio. I sing and play guitar
0: in Private Mind. And I guess I'll get this question off the bat and out of the way. Um, the name change, it went from Yes Do to, I believe it was Short Term Life for a couple days there and now Private Mind.
1: Yeah. So this oh my god this name thing has just been bugging us for the better part of like the last few months now um so when we started the band we our drummer sal came up with the name yesterday It's just a made-up word um the three of us i say the three of us because at the time we didn't have a basis but we all knew that we just wanted something simple something short and that was easy to remember and somewhat cool looking on paper and when you write it down um we kind of just use it as a placeholder and then yeah it's funny that you caught on to the short-term life thing because (laughs) I was like all right I'm tired of this we're changing the name to short-term life it was like one of the names on the many lists that we made um and then Anthony our guitarist was like no I don't like that so then I (laughs) I took it off the Instagram changed it back to yes dude but I left the name like on Instagram as short-term life, but the username was yes, dude, just for fucks. Like I just left it there just, <laughs> just to do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then our, our basis Mike was like, wait, are we still, are we short-term life? <laughs> are we yes, dude? Um, but yeah, eventually we just, um, we settled with private mind. Um, not because we all liked it and were stoked on it, but if there was one thing we could agree <laughs> on, it was that like, it was to us it was better than yes duke and that we we knew that we weren't gonna find a name that the four of us were like oh yeah like that's the name um but yeah private mind is just um it's a lyric from a fugazi song provisional it starts off somewhere in these private minds our, our drummer heard it and he was like oh that's kind of cool i'll write that write that down put it on the list um yeah we had countless numbers of lists and name suggestions um But yeah, that's just the one we decided to stick with. And I think it looks pretty cool. Uh, We've got a few followers on Instagram since we changed the name. And I think maybe that has something to do with it. I'm not sure, but I'm I'm, I'm glad that. Yeah, somehow. (laughs) somehow. (laughs) I'm glad we're just like moved past it because it really like um, hindered us from progressing, like say, like making new merch or, you know, artwork and stuff like that. So for now, we're just going to leave it and just hope for the best from there. (laughs)
0: <laughs> all right, fair enough, a name's a name as far as I'm concerned, but yeah. uh, it is a big it is a big deal, especially when you're first starting oh, uh, yeah, so I guess uh short term life had a short term life in yeah, yeah, literally <laughs> <family>. <laughs> all right, we'll get off the name uh have you always been a vocalist, or like how did you make your way into that role?
1: um
0: this is the first
1: band that I sang in uh prior to this, I was you know, I was making like acoustic songs and I would sing. I wouldn't really consider myself a singer, but, um, but yeah, I would sing. There, was, I had like an acoustic phase, like in high school and, you know, the beginning of college around like 2018, 2019, I also did like a, like a project similar to that of like, I don't know if you're familiar with like Wicca phase Springs eternal and like Lil peep and stuff like that. And um, yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I had, am, yeah, I had the phase. I'm, not, I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm just not, letting everyone know now. I'm not into it. I'm going to go on. <laughs> um, I, I don't, I don't like any of that emo trap. Emo yeah. I grew out stuff. of it. Um, it was just a I, phase.
1: Literally. It was just a phase.
0: Yeah. Okay, I grew nice. out of that.
1: But, um, the, th- me, Our guitarist, Anthony, and our drummer, Sal, we all play in a band, a hardcore band called Warehouse. And there was a time where we were just jamming and it'd be just us three. And the stuff we were writing didn't sound like the previous material we had. And it was a bit more melodic. And we just decided, hey, let's just make a new band. And I was like, all right, we're going to need a singer. And they kind of just assumed, I think we all just assumed that I would sing because they knew I was doing that stuff. They, you know... They would support me in my emo trap phase and stuff like that. Oh, no. So, but yeah. Um, but I was writing a lot of the stuff on guitar. I was like, no, I kinda just want to play guitar. I kinda or if I'm gonna do it, I'd rather just do one of them. I, I don't think I can do both of them. And I I've never sang in like this type of genre before. I didn't I felt like I had to sing differently than I usually did. And even now, I'm still kind of finding my voice. I'm list. I would listen to the the EP that we have, and I'd be like, "Oh my god!" Like I don't sound like that at all live, or at least I think. But um, yeah, I was never. I've never sang in a band before. It's just, um, it just kind of happened, and I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of glad it did. It 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 pushed me out of my comfort zone, and I think, um, it it made things a little bit more exciting for me because, I don't know, it's just something different, you know.
0: Well I'm glad you're singing. I absolutely love the vocals. Is is Warehouse still active? Yeah, funny enough, we
1: um we're actually just starting to pick things up again. Our last release was in 2017. It was just like an eight song EP um and it was kind of like we fell off around 2018 because just like, I don't know, Communication reasons, lineup changes, stuff like that. We just decided to do like an indefinite like hiatus. Uh, never like made an official announcement about it. We just recently played a show in a few days ago. It was. We opened up for Life question, Life's Question and Dare. And it was like a Yes, Duke or Private Mind. Um, ah. <laughs> that, we joked about it. I was like, yo, this is, we're Private Mind. And everyone's like, no, you're not. And we're like, all right, this is our last show is Yes, Duke. So, uh, yeah, we did like a Private Mind Warehouse uh, back-to-back set um, for that. And we should be – we got a bunch of new songs for Warehouse. Uh, we should be recording them soon. But, um, yeah, we're um, – It's usually just me and Anthony writing this stuff. Anthony's our guitarist, but um, yeah, uh, we're kind of just doing that. Uh, We've got a show coming up in December for Warehouse, like a toy drive at the Amityville Music Hall. Um, Should be a lot of fun.
0: So I believe you are the fourth or fifth band I've spoken with from Long Island. Is there there any chance you've actually checked out the show before you agreed to come talk with us then?
1: Yeah, actually, I follow. I think all of the dudes from Silenus on Instagram, I'm not like super close with them. I've only had a, con- a few conversations with all of them, but um, I think, I forget who it was, but one of them posted the show after they did an episode, I think, which was back in September or, or August, I think. And I checked it out. and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And then you hit up uh, Yes Duke on Instagram. And I was like, oh, this looks familiar. Come to find it was, you know, from... The episode I watched was Signline, is so from there, I agreed to do it, and I, I ended up watching like or listening to the Koyo episode. <laughs> so I listened to like the, all of like the Long Island ones, the Koyo one. I yeah. just recently <laughs> listened to the Standstill one, and the other day I I listened to um, I got through half of the uh, what's that been Demersal from Denmark? Uh, oh nice. I just saw I, I I just read the description, saw Screamo. I was like, yeah, I'm clicking that. I've been looking for more like new Screamo shit to listen to. It's something that I've been getting into oh, really? lately yeah our bassist mike he's like super into like screamo and like scrams and shit like that and he he literally sent he saw our band before he became a member and was like yo this is really cool like do you listen to such and such and I'm like no later that night he sends me like this extensive list on instagram dm of like a bunch of like I, I bands that i've never heard of before and bands that i have heard of and i've never i haven't gotten a chance to listen to all of them but um but yeah, I listened to some of that band. They they seem pretty sick.
0: Yeah, they're wildly talented. No, that's yeah. cool. I'm I'm always hyped to hear when uh, people are checking out the show, especially if they're checking out new music. Like you listen yeah. to a, a band that wasn't even from Long Island. That blows my mind. <laughs>
1: yeah. No. Yeah, I, I think I'm pretty open to uh, finding new music. Uh, I I get bored of shit easily. So.
0: No, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> have you uh have you done any podcast interviews before as a band? No, this is a. The first interview i've done ever so nice nice, nice. yeah uh, that's i'm stoked on that do you uh do you listen to any podcasts i i don't listen
1: to but i watch uh the nine club the, the skateboarding podcast um hosted by chris roberts and other than that i've listened to i don't know if you're familiar with the If I Ruled the World podcast. It's hosted by, I believe, the singer from Mind Over Matter. Um, I've only listened to a few. He's done episodes with uh, Daryl and Justin from Glassjaw, And he's uh, just recently listened to the one he did with Tommy Corrigan of Silent Majority. And there's a bunch that I want to lis- uh, listen to. Like he's got like um, Paul Bear from Sheer Terror. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not a huge podcast guy, but uh, it's something that I've been diving into lately.
0: No, cool. I'll check that out. I uh I don't actually really listen to podcasts. So I'm I'm always curious what, what people are listening to. Yeah. But uh we'll get back to the band. Uh this debut EP is self-titled, whatever we're going by now, which is now private Mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who did the album art though? It's it's so it's so simple visually, but something about it it, it just makes me very introspective when I look at the image. I, I don't know why, but I get really deep in yeah. my head, like self, you know. I, it's just my perception i don't know why yeah so uh,
1: i'm kind of psyched because i think the album art is something that is like the one thing we all agreed on as, as a band like despite good. the name good. but um the uh, it was uh, photographed by paul mangino or mangino i'm sorry i don't know his how to pronounce his name but he's uh friendly with our drummer and i believe our guitarist, our drummer sal I don't know if he cuts hair at the barbershop that they go to, or if he gets his hair cut from there, but he, all I know is that he does photography and he knows that our drummer, Sal, um, he doesn't do like graphic design. He does like, you know, he just likes to mess around with letters and logos and stuff like that. So he hit up Sal and was like, Hey, I want a logo for like my photography account. Could you make something up for me? He was like, yeah, sure. Do something up quick. Um, Paul never paid him for it. So Sal was kind of just like, hey, maybe we can do a trade. I give you the logo and you give me one of your photos for free. And he was like, yeah, sure. Which one do you want? And it was the one, it was our EP cover. It was the one of the girl running. Except when we got it, we were like, all right, how can we make this look more interesting? So we just kind of flipped it upside down, like rotated it 180 degrees. So the original photo, if you just turn it, it's a pretty basic photo. Interesting. It's just like. Yeah, it's okay. a pretty basic photo. It's just a girl running across the, like a little pond. And I don't know, like, I, we were writing the songs, which by the way, this was the first time the three of us ever wrote songs collectively together as a band. Usually it'd just be like Anthony writes a riff and then I turn it into a song or like I write the whole song and that'll be it. And I just teach it to them. But, um, when we were writing it, I kind of joked about like, yeah, I kind of, I want our, our music to sound like what a Spider-Man movie poster looks like. And when Bad he brought <laughs> when he brought me the photo, I was like, yo, that looks like a Spider-Man movie poster. Like if you just go on Google Images and search up Spider-Man movie poster. right? I don't know. It's just something weird in my brain. I just, I just thought that that music sounded like what those pictures looked like. And so, I don't know, I just kind of wanted to write stuff that looked like that. I don't know. I, I, I don't know about you, but when I, when I look at, or when I find new bands to listen to, the album art, like, really is, like, is extremely important. it, it yes. changes, not even changes the way I listen to the music, but, like, it really it's brings everything it. together. Yeah, it shapes yes. it. It brings yeah. it together. And I think for this... Um, for this ep like we kind of wanted to do like kind of like a 2000s revival type thing but also like have some ties in like 90s like post-hardcore and stuff like that and i, I just think the cover does it really well for that
0: Yeah, it's cool that you mentioned that it's girls running because i didn't know that and when i first saw it i had the slightest hit of the album cover for science fiction brand news album because it has yeah 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 and I, don't, I just had that little vibe. And then I was like, oh, it's probably the color scheme. But now, especially if you're saying girls running, like there were girls jumping. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's, it's interesting <laughs> how I made that connection in my head. I had just the slightest hint of it. Yeah. But, uh, and yeah, like, oh, it's cool.
1: and also we kept it simple and like no writing on it. I mean, we tried messing around. We tried putting like yes Duke and like different fonts and like, you know, the tag that we do, like the kind of like hand style thing. Um, but nothing just really like looked good with it. Maybe it's just because we knew that it was already like a photograph, and we've seen what it looked like prior to flipping it upside down, and yeah, we just we just left it blank and just it kind of worked out because of the name change. Yeah, so good that you.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: one less step we had to do to make that change, but yeah.
0: Um, so two questions because I love the recording and one thing that really stands out is it's a very unique snare tone. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know I did something about it. What, what is that thing made of? It's it's a very distinct snare tone and I, I love it. I have no clue. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm not a drummer. Um, yeah. Fuck, I wish Sal
1: was here to talk about it because he actually just got a new snare and he was so hyped on it. But um, I do remember coming into recording the the record. I feel, I think most bands that record at Silver Bullet, they just use like whatever they have. Um, And they were making it known. They were like, yeah, you can just use our kit um, and just bring your own snare or whatever. Um, But Sal was kind of like, hey, can I just bring my own drum set? Because he has this drum set, he lives in an apartment, he can't play the drum set. And it's just been sitting at our rehearsal studio.
0: But
1: yeah, but since we share a rehearsal studio with a bunch of different bands he didn't want to use like his own jump set we kind of just have like an old like one of his older drum sets that we can just beat around on but um he i don't know what the snare is like i, I <laughs> you'd have to ask him about that but i i love the snare i love how the jump sound oh, in general too. they um, sound great and he banged banged that out in all four of those songs in a fairly short amount of time he was like super um i guess like insecure about it. he's like i don't know i feel like i fucked up a bunch dah, dah, dah. and like but he didn't at all he prepared so hard just for this this was the i think the first time he was just like playing to a click or something like that um but he did a really good job and i'm so hyped on the sound of the drums you know
0: yeah i completely agree <laughs> yeah um you want to do the promo thing uh what labels released it where can we get some physicals
1: um so yeah we <laughs> labels we <laughs> we um had our friend steven <laughs> at <laughs> street fight records um it's like a little like I don't know we made tapes that's the only thing we made we're actually out of the tapes though i think we sold out on tapes and the t-shirts at the uh koyo standstill record release we did uh, back in august um other than that i think days has a few tapes left um yeah you can probably just hit up days and ask i'm not really sure if he has any more um we didn't do many tapes but that's the only thing we have we're like potential potentially doing a re-release of the ep with a bonus track hopefully cds i I don't want to like put anything yeah i don't want to put anything out that isn't really set into place right now but we were talking with a certain label from connecticut um just we just played a show there uh this past weekend and I really want that to happen. So hopefully that does happen um, just to keep things going before we um, really dive into working on these newer
0: songs. Yo, I would love a copy of the EP with a bonus track. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, if you want me to edit out that it might come out on uh, whatever, I can edit that out. It's up to you.
1: Um, uh, fuck it, leave it, whatever. Let it be? <laughs> Let it be? All right, Let cool. No, well, That's yeah. very cool.
0: Um, uh, So you only said there's only the one show coming up for the near future. That's it.
1: Yeah, it's actually this Thursday with uh, Victory Garden, uh, Raw Brigade from Columbia, and Somerset Thrower.
0: Oh, no way. So, yeah. we're uh, we're debuting this Thursday, so that's cool. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, when are you guys coming to Canada? Damn, bro. I, I don't... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yo, I don't know Jack shit about Canada, but like I would love to just just to play there. I it just seems so cool to I've heard good things. Like I've heard like like when I was listening to the Coyo podcast, he's uh Joey mentioned that he played in Canada or like went to Canada a bunch for tour. And I'm just like, fuck, like I just want to go play you know what I mean? Like uh Connecticut was our first out of out of show um out of state show this past weekend. <laughs> yeah. And I I don't know, it just hopefully we can do it soon, man. I, I just Canada just seems like a sick place. Yeah, it's all
0: right. It's all right. Yeah. Do, you, do you guys have like a, a favorite show or tour memory as a band so far or as a previous band if you guys have only played a couple shows? Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, For Private Mind, I'm, I'm going to have to say the Koyo Standstill record release only because like, like it was like a sold out show and it was like a packed house. We've never played that before. Um, and it was also for me personally, the first time I've had fa- family at a show so my brother one of my brothers and my sister came to the show they brought their significant others and then also my girlfriend brought her friends and like some of her coworkers to the show and oh it was just a good time and I even saw some like heads from kids that I've met just skateboarding around the island and like uh, who are also shared like you know, that same passion for music. And I didn't know that, like, they would be there. I'm just like, oh, Yo, dude, you're, like, you're that dude who, like, skates that one spot, so-and-so, or whatever. But, yeah, that's probably my favorite uh memory so far as a band.
0: Oh, man, that would have been nutty seeing you guys with Stan Still and Coyote. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would have went fucking nuts. Uh, <laughs> so what band haven't you played with that you'd love to share the stage with? Like, realistic or unrealistic? Who are you dying to play with?
1: For... Realistic, I was going to say Somerset Thrower, but we're literally playing with them uh, on Thursday. Um, yeah, so I, that's that's going to be sick. I um, I seen Somerset Thrower years ago when I was like – I'm 22 now. I think I seen them when I was 16 or 15. Um, and I was like, oh, fuck, these guys are so, – I didn't even know they were from Long Island, but um, uh, they just put out one of my favorite records, probably my favorite record of 2020, um, Paint My Memory. It's such a good record. It's so – I don't know all the songs it's like one of those no skip records you know what I mean and um, I'm psyched to finally be playing with them um other than that like band I guess like title fight title fight's my favorite anyone who knows me knows title fight's my favorite band um yeah no one yeah no one knows if they're ever gonna be back or not but um so I guess that can be like the unrealistic or choice of a band for now but yeah, that, I think Title Fight would be a band that I'd love to share a stage with.
0: So they're no longer active. And you were just saying you don't know if they're coming back or not. No one knows. Mm-hmm. And everyone's kind of hoping. But aside to them, if you could see one band do a reunion show, who would that be? Can't say Title Fight. Yeah. I- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> just because yeah. you just mentioned them. I got to make a yeah. Um.
1: Honestly... I would love to see at the drive-in with the original guitarist Um, because I think they came back in 2017, wrote a record with the guitarist from Sparta, but I think after that year they were on like a hiatus. So if I can see them uh i don't just play a show with jim ward as their guitarist how it was like back when they were popping i think that would be fucking sick because I, I love that band i've been on a huge at the driving kick lately that would just be such a cool band to um to see
0: cool yeah. uh, i could not expect that but all right yeah <laughs> uh so I, I always do the origin stories uh, normally right off the bat but i gotta ask how did you get into punk rock like or how were you first shown oh, underground music genres
1: um I was fairly young, actually. Um, like I said, I'm 22, and I think my first exposure to punk was maybe around age six or seven. So I I grew up in um, damn pretty, yeah. <laughs> you
0: can actually be like, yeah, I was punk before you were punk, poser.
1: Yo, literally, I, I thought I thought that shit was normal. Uh, fucking. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I grew up in a pretty musical household. My my mother she um she plays the piano. She plays a bunch of instruments, and her family are also very musical not so much my dad he doesn't really do anything but um and he doesn't have family members that that play instruments but so i I have um three older siblings and a younger brother and i remember at age maybe four or five my mom was teaching me how to play the piano um and you know i thought that shit was normal at that age i thought everyone was doing it because i um she yeah. had taught my yeah she had taught my older <laughs> siblings piano and I don't know what it was i think i i like we had a guitar an acoustic guitar in the household and i just knew like i'd rather just do that i'm just like i don't want to play piano i want to play guitar um so she's like okay fine i'll teach you how to play guitar and then but she like ended up buying me like a cheap like like a small scale guitar because obviously i was like a little kid and i kind of associated like just guitar with i guess rock music in general i didn't know what other music was called i just knew like church music you know what i mean um i grew up playing for the church actually after she taught me how to play like a few you know things on the guitar i ended up playing the. i still play for a church i play guitar for a church i'm not really religious by any means but that's what i do now and she i think around age seven i was i found out I like that's like really what i enjoyed and my older brothers bought um guitar hero 2 on xbox 360
0: nice.
1: and one of the so you play
0: guitar hero have you i still so like, what i'm actually terrible at it I you're can terrible play, that's i a- can play guitar half decent. <laughs> I'm, I'm not great yeah. but i can't play guitar hero for it drives me nuts but yeah i've played it sorry go on
1: yeah um <laughs> but like so you kind of know how it is like you have like a handful of songs that are quote-unquote like the easy songs and then you unlock the harder ones as you go on so one of the first songs you play don't make fun of me it was uh Salvation by Rancid and it's a great song (laughs) I love
2: Rancid
1: (laughs) I just remember uh you know playing that song and I was like yo this is like this is like the shit I like you know what I mean like like I don't know what it's called this is the shit I like and I later found out it was in the realm of punk so and I kind of associated punk and like skateboarding as well I was also into skateboarding as a kid I still am but um there's some reason i just associated associated those two things together and i was like yeah this is this is the thing i like i love punk and i i think i want to learn how to play th- this music and um from there so that was like second grade and i'm <laughs> i'm talking to like kids in my 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 school like my class like oh you should yo know, listen to this band like yo know, i was <laughs> like asking kids like yo do you play guitar and they're like huh i'm like hey, i did not there was like one other kid <laughs> Um, one other kid who I knew that played guitar at a pretty young age, but he was like a metal kid and we ended up playing in a, a band and in, in high school. We covered like oh, Blackfield Brides. And like, no. <laughs> no, no, no.
2: <laughs> We can't. No.
0: He, wrote a,
1: he wrote a bunch of cool shit and like, I, I was playing bass for them, but we covered just like, oh my God, we were covering Blackfield Brides. We were covering other shit like that. But, um, but yeah, that was like second grade and then... Around third or fourth grade, I, I got introduced to, like, some pretty heavy shit. I was introduced to Slipknot. I saw them on mt I think it was MTV or oh, maybe, like, the VH. I don't know, fucking know. It was Psychosocial. That was, that was like, the, the song. And I was like, oh, this is fucking sick. <laughs> Guitar Hero 3 came out, and I saw another Slipknot song on there, and I was like, yo, what, what the fuck is this? So I'm, like, listening to this heavy shit. Um my mom was freaking out. She's like, why, "Why are you doing that to your guitar?" Like by by doing that. I mean, tuning down like to drop yes. A, non-traditional um, tunings, yeah. yeah. playing that shit at like church after everyone leaves and like <laughs> Yeah, she was like kind of freaked out by that. And then also there's another band called Maximum the Hormone from Japan. Um uh, I found them out around middle school because they did this a lot of the soundtrack for the anime Death Note. Um and I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I, I don't know what they're saying, but it's heavy and it's weird and it's crazy. Um, so I was like, I went through a whole different bunch of phases of, like, punk and metal and heavy shit, lighter shit. Um, my brother's current girlfriend's brother, um, they came to the States from the Philippines and he was showing me, like, <laughs> like your mainstream, like, emo shit, like, secondhand serenade and, like paramore and all that stuff and that's kind of like so i was around like maybe 10 years old or 11 at that time and that i i think that stuff really stuck with me the most because it was like it was melodic you know what i mean like they were singing but they were also playing like pretty punk type stuff behind that so and i think that really translated a lot to like the way i write um despite that being the music that i probably listen to least of now you know
0: that throws me for a loop i figured you'd be uh big in the emo because like you guys do have a brighter more melodic sound and the way you sing as well too the lyrics are very personal (laughs) you know introspective stuff i thought you'd be big into emo but i guess uh not so much anymore or what
1: i mean i am now it's just like so as a band and at its core i i'd say our biggest influences are probably like quicksand and rival schools uh fugazi glastro and deftones and then like throw in just a little bit of like your emo your favorite emo bands like blink or jimmy eat world stuff like that um i i really didn't even start listening to that stuff until i started making the music with those guys i attribute a lot of my current musical taste to my band members um they're all older than me um and they they, they seem to have much more knowledge of like hardcore and like post-hardcore than I do. I was, you know, I was just listening to whatever the fuck, you know? And, but yeah, the, I kind of, I didn't grow out of the the emo stuff. It's just, I was, that was so much of what I was listening to as a kid that like, I, I don't know. I just, it was exciting finding quicksand or rival schools and like listening to Fugazi songs and shit like that. And so I guess subconsciously when I was like writing the lyrics or like making up the melodies that emo stuff came out, you know, but um, I was really just trying to focus on just writing uh, instruments that sounded cool. Like instrumental parts that sounded more hardcore, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great blend. Cause it's got that, it's got that energy. It's got that, you know, it's got that anger to it. It's got that, mm-hmm. that, that intensity. But at the same time, it's still got all those melodies and shit. It's great. It's great. Stuff. Yeah. I'm a huge fan. Well, thank you. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. And I want to talk <laughs> yeah. to you about it. Not going to lie, I'm a big fan. Um, so, what's, uh, what, <laughs> what music do you listen to that could be considered a guilty pleasure to yourself or others? Like, is there something shameful or cringy that you enjoy or I, that others would say <laughs> that you enjoy?
1: Personally, I don't find really any music like cringy because I, like I said, I grew up like in a musical like household and I'm always open to just finding new shit or like listening to something. Um, but I guess like, like lately I've been listening to a lot of Billie Eilish, like my girlfriend put me onto her. Uh, people, yeah, people find her cringy, but like, <laughs> yeah. if yeah, <laughs> but yeah. If, I love a lot of the songs, I love a lot of the production. Like, I believe her brother like does like produces a lot of her music so i decided to check his music out too for and like billy eilish yeah yeah she has like an older brother who mm. um
0: she does write like, good music i'm not gonna yeah she's and not um, a bad musician i'm just yeah
1: no yeah for sure and um but yeah i guess that's like the one artist i can say is like cringe worthy <laughs> of mentioning but um i i don't know man like I, you don't still listen to that. black
0: Veil brides do you no I don't I, okay i laughed at that <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're yeah I they're immediately like a, judged you i apologize <laughs> they're like
1: a cr- no you're good they're like a cringe band but yeah. like i oh, God, yeah. you know like um yeah that, I, don't, I don't know like i'm not i guess you can say like that's sort of niche like subgenre of metal metalcore heavy music like i don't know, like blackville brides like attack attack like i don't really listen to i'll like <laughs> listen to it like ironically but like i'm never like i'll never actively be like oh yeah that shit's cringe because i don't know like there are probably people that think this, the songs I write is cringe, and it's uh, that's cool. You know, everyone has their own taste. You know,
0: for sure. No, like yeah. I, I enjoy old Attack Attack even still, and I listen yeah. to screamo. And a lot of people would say both of them, those. Uh, yeah, that music is cringe. But yeah, for sure. Um, so, what's the strangest question anyone's ever asked you? Um,
1: <laughs> like just. Inge- like the strangest <laughs> question anyway. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know man. I, I I just dude, I really don't know. I I mean I guess growing up like people would ask me like Alright, so I'm Asian, I'm Filipino. Um but like I had no what-
2: idea.
1: Word, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, people yeah this this kinda brings up what i was gonna say um a lot of people would think i'm like chinese or something because oh. I, I looked a lot like a chinese person more when i was younger i had like paler skin but i guess the weirdest thing people would ask me is like do you really eat dogs or like something like...
2: <laughs> oh my god <laughs> wrong sir wrong that's so bad, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's so
1: bad. like yeah I'm like no I guess no I... kids
0: are younger you know you don't really know social norms. yeah exactly like, what's like, appropriate I, like there's no filter on children
1: no for sure like yeah like, yeah like that's when you probably like know, the weirdest right? thing oh my god yeah and me. it's not like i took it to heart or anything because i'm like yo i'm not chinese like i <laughs> and like only like you know even if i did like f- fuck it man
2: like <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah for real that's like maybe you gotta open weird. up your mind a little bit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i don't know man i don't know i have a friend <laughs> I had a friend who traveled abroad and he tried he actually did try eating dog. Really? And this guy like loves his dog. He has a dog and I was like there's no way you did that. And he's like, "Oh yeah." And I was like, "Well, was it amazing?" He's like, yeah, "It was okay."
1: Yo, like I no. mean, like, I guess it's the- <laughs> I guess it was this- only
0: okay, damn it.
1: <laughs> I guess it's the same thing like I'm not vegan, but like if if someone showed me like a video of like oh god a, yeah. a cow being you know what i mean like uh, i'll be like oh ladies. my god like oh i can't but then i'll go eat a fucking burger you know nope. mcdonald's the next day like yeah um yeah. but yeah i guess like i haven't really gotten asked any weird questions <laughs> like as world. an adult except, like I except this <laughs> one
0: except this yeah one. literally
1: <laughs> that's the first thing that comes that's the only thing that comes up into my mind honestly
0: i'm glad i asked because that's a it's that's a, <laughs> a new question i'm trying to i'm trying to ask weirder questions you know yeah. <laughs> just, get, just get weird with it. So, another weird one. Assuming you're not a pacifist, if you could just clean clock, like land a nice solid punch on somebody, anyone in the world, you got away with it, no repercussions. Who would you hit and why? <laughs> um, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you got to think about it. You can only get one, you get one punch <laughs> on one person no repercussions no repercussions they can't that, hit you back they just gotta take it just boom. they can't
1: hit me back and does that also mean like no hard feelings like <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah you just get to sock them just clean sock Yo, them whatever I'm
1: go- <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna listen to this and be like dude what i'm gonna have to say
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> i'm gonna have to say my drummer sal <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: and why <laughs> and why <laughs> why he's just he can really fucking
1: piss me off sometimes like yeah dude i love the dude he's all right he's like we're on like two like i feel like we're not like such opposites but like personality wise we're so different oh yeah but like we share like like we both love like hardcore hip-hop you know art stuff like that but like holy fuck being in a band with him sometimes (laughs) is just like (laughs) and it's and i say that because he's the one i spend the most time with out of yeah out of the four of the three of them i spend the most time with him right and like like literally there are times where like everyone else would leave band practice and we'll just stay and just like you know shit talk yeah, and like sometimes that. i just want to shit talk about him in front of
0: his face bro <laughs> like, and i know
1: he won't take this to heart like you know like i think yeah. we're at that point of our relationship where it's just like we can say this but like yeah if i can clean clock anyone in the fucking face it'd be sal man i love you buddy but oh my god you get under my skin sometimes
0: <laughs> people who haven't been in bands don't realize the relationship involved behind being in a band it's, it's, exactly. it's literally like you're dating everybody in that <laughs> band, and you you love them, but there's times where you're like, oh man, my one of my old bandmates, uh, he told me one time he just looked at me and he goes, you know, how many times I've karate kicked you in in your head in my mind? <laughs> <Just>
1: like, <laughs> Yo, straight up, like, <laughs> yeah. good friend oh my of God. mine too, but yeah. and I guess it just comes from like you know, like th- the closer you get to someone, the more you expect from them, but you can't really like have like high the expectations more. of anyone because then you'll just fucking get pissed off yeah. all the time and so
0: the yeah, closer you, you get sometimes it. the more you want to clock them in the head <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry sal <laughs> so christmas is coming um what yeah. is private mind asking santa for this year what are Fuck, you asking santa for this year what am
1: i asking for just fucking, yeah. i don't know just a stress-free vacation from school, man. Like I, I'm still in school. Oh I'm, yeah, yeah. What are you doing? It's just been. I'm studying nutrition science at a cool. at a school, like literally like down the street from me. But um, it is so stressful. Ever since shows came back, like I'm like, oh fuck, like I want to do this. But then I'm like, ah, oh, like I know, like my parents want me to go to school, like I don't really want to. But um, it's something that I'm just almost done with, and I'm just fucking uh. I'm just hoping that this this winter break is just. Gonna, I don't have to think about anything. Like, I'm really, I'm really not asking for much for uh, for Christmas other than just like no the stress, impossible. man. Like, other than yeah, the
0: impossible. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I don't want much, man. I just want the absolute uh, impossible.
1: <laughs> but as a band, I don't know. I'm just hoping that. Uh, um, I don't know. Maybe after this podcast is released, that uh, this episode is released, maybe we'll get a few new new listeners. You know
0: that is absolutely my hope for you guys yeah. as well that's my hope for any band i interview is, is yeah uh, your fans are my fans my fans are your fans at all that whole thing you got um you got a favorite christmas movie uh no i'm
1: not a huge i mean okay for the sake of the podcast i'm gonna say i'm a big christmas guy i'm sorry
0: Really? <laughs> oh yeah i get i get jazzed about it i don't know I mean,
1: why. i love like holiday vibes and i love the holiday season but uh yeah. I'm not, like, in general, I'm just not, like, a huge movie guy. But if, for the sake of, like, the episode, I'm going to just say Home Alone, only because of how fucking ridiculous that movie is. Like, yep. it's not, if you really think about, like, do you like the movie?
0: Home Alone? Hell yeah.
1: It, but, like, if you really think no, about it's it. No, it's dumb as hell, but that's so why I stupid. like it. It's yeah, it's such, so dumb. Yeah. It's and so it's cheesy. The, it's the only movie I've watched that, like, as a kid, that kind of, like, stuck in my brain as a holiday movie or as a Christmas movie, like... I never really had the attention span to watch movies until like this past year. But, um, yeah, I'm more of like a documentary docu-series kind of guy or like, I'll, I'll, I'll like watch like hell along YouTube videos and just like go on a deep, like hole of just constant useless information of YouTube videos. But, uh, yeah, movies were never really my thing. Like, but yeah, I'm going to just
0: say home alone. Okay. You got a favorite Christmas song. Um,
1: last christmas probably last christmas oh, okay i was like yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it's like, <laughs> I, I, I like that stuff. Okay. yeah um i was gonna say like you know like all i want for christmas to you is you but like you know shout out mariah carey long island whatever but uh
0: <laughs> she's I from think, long island
1: <laughs> I've, is she not is she i gonna mean, have to look this up yeah is that what you just I'm, said
0: i'm, I'm, I'm pretty just... sure she is though no way. uh yeah no way if she is yeah she's been-
1: oh she, she's from Huntington supposedly I'm from Huntington I'm from Huntington station but uh, <laughs> yeah shout out Mariah Carey I'm sorry you take second place I'm gonna have to put la- uh, last Christmas in first <laughs> <laughs> is that
0: is that close like geographically then oh like- yeah
1: Huntington's literally the next t- like so if you look at the okay. island on like the map Huntington is like up here right Huntington station is like literally the train station that is like in between huntington and huntington station and then you have like south huntington slash melville which is like south shore almost you think Um, mariah
0: is into the long island hardcore like i should see if she wants to do (laughs) (laughs) fuck i don't know hit her up let's see what
1: happens (laughs) yeah right
0: well (laughs) since we're doing the uh, christmas gimmick if you could give the entire world a christmas present what would it be and why the entire world, the Christmas the world. Everybody entire world, everybody gets one present from you. Hmm.
1: This is an interesting question. I don't think I've ever... I'm
0: glad you think that. Yeah. Huh.
1: If I can give... It doesn't have to be something that I actually have, right? Like, I No, just like
0: it doesn't have to be a physical gift. It could be an ability, uh, peace of mind, some sort of attribute. It doesn't have to necessarily be a material object.
1: Okay, if I'm gonna have to say a material object though, I'm gonna have to just say a remote control car for everyone. I think remote control cars are so fucking sick. I I don't have one. I've I've only had them when I was a kid. Yeah, but like... That's
0: Santa, man. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But yo, uh, like a physical thing, yo, everyone should experience the joy of controlling a remote control car. I think those (laughs) things are so cool. Um, In terms of like... uh, (laughs) um, I guess like an attribute or like a, I don't know, like a trait. I guess like yeah, everyone should have like a, um, patience. I don't know. I think, Yeah. and take that as you will, you know, like patience, you can apply patience with anything, but I think that goes a long way. And um, I say that, you know, we're talking about, you know, private mind as a band or whatever. I mentioned before that like, you know, we wrote these songs in like 2018, 2019, recorded them a year later, released them a year after that played our first shows back a year after that. And I think like if it weren't for practicing like patience and stuff like that, then you know, I wouldn't have the drive to do this really. So
0: I guess patience everyone should have patience for Christmas. <laughs> that's that's beautiful, man. Um you got any last shout outs, any plugs, any causes, anything you'd want to speak on? Anything at all, man? Anything you want to talk about? And then uh Floor
1: is yours, um, and we'll play a track. Yeah. Uh, yo, shout out my band. Shout out everyone who supports us. Shout out uh, my buddies Chris, Jeffrey, Gabriel, Nasty Crew, B-O-I-S Crew. Uh, shout out to Steven at Street Fight. Uh, shout out to J6, Lotto the Kid, Koyo, Standstill, Somerset Thrower, Victory Garden, Hangman, Pain of Truth. Uh, shout out Long Island. Shout out Hardcore. Shout out New York. Um, And yeah, thank you all for
0: listening. And thank you for having me. Yo, thanks for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure, man. I really appreciate it. Of course, man. I appreciate you. Oh.